0: Hello, hello, hello. Before we get started with this week's episode, which I think you guys will love, I do want to give a quick trigger warning. I do talk about some elements of disordered eating, anxiety, mental health. So if that is something that is difficult for you guys to hear about or talk about, then just continue with discretion. Thanks. what is up my dudes so i'm not feeling the best right now it's actually saturday night i was gonna go out but my throat's been killing me and you know i always complain about how i don't sleep and how i hate on the weekends that i do the same thing and wake up feeling shitty and not motivated to have a day to do nothing and just get my life together and I decided to listen to my body today and just miss out on a night. Which honestly, guys, <laughs> I'm really not missing out on much. Going out lately just hasn't hasn't been hitting the same. Not gonna lie. So I didn't really plan on doing this episode, but every time I stay in and alone, and I'm alone, <laughs> I like to play music and deep clean something. So tonight. I decided to tackle under my bed and i found this box of books and old journals and i picked up a journal i didn't remember what it was from like what the time period was and so you know nice little gamble nice little game i like to play i started it the summer of 2020 and i ended it may 2021. i opened to a random page it's kind of shocking Just the things I'm reading. It makes me all the more grateful for where I am today. It just goes to show you how you kind of forget. Well, no. You don't always forget the pain of the past. But all the dirty details do fade over time. Especially when your life changes a lot like mine has in the past year. Like Guys, I can't even begin to explain to you just the vast difference of my life. At this point, February 2022 from versus last year, February 2021, and especially from the end of 2020 when I first started college. So I decided that I want to do this episode and just read some things that I found that I think are shocking and talk about them a bit because honestly, I think a lot of this stuff could, I don't know make me sad if that makes sense kind of like depress me but I've gotten to a point where I can look at this read what I wrote (laughs) and not even really recognize the person and just be like oh my god like I don't believe that I would write something like that so let's do this thing I also want to continue with my weekly shout out and I have a very special person in my my girl caroline caroline is ellie's younger sister but also i consider her a friend i consider you a bestie caroline we're actually the same age because ellie's old she took a gap year so she's like seven months older no she's only five months older than me but wait no she's seven months older than me sorry i can't do math caroline is my age and however, however she's a gap year and i'm giving her this this week's shout out because caroline is a freshman in college and she went to arizona her first semester didn't love it wasn't her gig and bravely transferred here uh this semester and we were literally so excited when we heard she was coming but if any of you guys have been through your first semester of college yet or are going through it right now, or if if you're about to, just take this into mind. The first semester of college fucking sucks. I cried so much. It's just such a change. I can't even imagine transferring. I mean, that's tough as hell. You come in, you're new. Everything around you is new, but the people that you're living with in your dorm and stuff have been here for a semester and kind of settle in, kind of, or they at least seem to have settled in, but that's not the case. You don't know that. And Caroline is bravely making her way, you know? she's got She's had to work up some confidence to be pretty brave and put herself out there, and I'm really proud of her. I'm proud of her for continuing to try every day. Even if it's a little step forward, she's still moving forward. It's been really exciting just to see how she's just you know navigated this whole situation and caroline i'm proud of you bitch you are a badass woman and i can't wait for you to just get so comfortable and thrive here because this this is your place girl all right so i'm gonna go chronologically because i think that's fun so this one's from july 13th 2020 starts off my anxiety has been off the charts lately and it's so frustrating Mom says that it's just anticipation leading up to leaving for Colorado, which honestly makes a lot of sense. I'm so beyond excited to go and live my life out there, but I'm certainly nervous, which is so normal, I know. But still annoying. (laughs) Especially because my anxiety makes it so hard to fucking exist with it. I get so mad at myself when it hits, which I know doesn't help. I need to show myself some compassion and just give it space. But I get so mad because I can't even talk to people. So, guys... Summer of 2020 was so bad for me. It was good and bad. I developed this horrible anxiety that... I'm not even kidding. When I wrote, like, I couldn't do anything, I couldn't. And, yeah, literally every single entry from that summer is just about my anxiety. And, honestly, into the fall and just how it debilitated me. I remember thinking that I would never get over it and thinking that I was the only one that struggled with it that bad. I mean, I really couldn't do anything relaxing. I remember there was one time I went to the pool by myself over that summer. I did a lot of things myself by myself when I was home over the summer. I just didn't have a lot of amigos over there. I went to the pool one day and I was sitting in a lounge chair like sunbathing. You know when you think when someone says oh my god picture you're on a beach and you're just laying down and it's really relaxing. I was literally doing this and I remember having to play meditations in ambientic, I can't say that word, I don't even know, I'm tired, sounds to relax myself because I was having an anxiety attack in a lounge chair next to a pool on a hot summer's day with nothing to do. I had graduated high school, I had nothing on my plate. It was just dumb. It wasn't, no, 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 no. It was not dumb. It was just so bad. And I remember how trapped I felt and just how alone I felt because no one could really take it away from me. And I felt like I was literally the only one struggling with that kind of thing. It was just so, so hard. And it carried with me into my first semester of college. And I remember a lot of details about how bad my freaking uh, anxiety was. And again, not thinking it would ever leave me, but it just kind of did eventually I know that doesn't help a lot if any of you guys are struggling with anxiety I know I don't have a lot of like details for you guys because it's all relative to your experience and what you're going through but for my end well I did switch medication for my anxiety like last January January 2021 that made a difference however I'm on less meds now and I don't struggle with anxiety that much and when I do I just go about my day it doesn't stop me from doing anything. It doesn't make me curl up in a ball and cry like it used to, which is okay if it does, guys. It's literally fine. If you need to just have a minute and just cry about it, do it. Get it out. It's screaming for it to come out. You. The more you suppress it, the worse it gets. Like, I've suppressed it, and it makes it so much freaking worse when you try to hide it. But the best advice I can have is just not to beat yourself up over it, not get mad at yourself, and tell someone about it. You're not alone. I'm fairly certain that Almost everyone listening to this has struggled with some form of anxiety. And it's okay. And we just need to be more open about talking about it and open about what we specifically experience when we go through anxiety. That goes both ways. If someone is telling you what their anxiety is like, don't judge them. Don't even try, honestly. I mean, yeah, if you can relate genuinely, sure. But if you can't, still, try, just ask. We need to start normalizing this. If someone comes to you and... They're telling you about their horrible experience with anxiety or honestly anything, like mentally related or just life related. Instead of trying to say how you relate to this problem, ask them, what can I do for you? What do you, what do you need right now? Because every time someone would ask me that and just let me not, and just like make me not feel judged, for what I was telling them. It made it so much better. Because I was like oh sick. Like this person gets it. They don't get it. They just aren't judging me. Like I think they are. It'll make all the difference. So if someone asks you. Or someone tells you that they're struggling. With something. Ask them what they fuck they need. Don't tell them that. Oh yeah like back in 2000. 2000- no. I mean sure. Say that if you want. But bring it back to. What do you need? What do you need? And just say that you're there for them. Yeah thank you that is my rant on anxiety moving on next entry september 5th 2020 this has been the worst day i can't stop crying i haven't been able to talk to anyone i just want my mom so bad i want her to hug me and hold me as i just sob into her shoulder i've never felt this weird mentally before i feel so lonely and stuck and sad and i don't know what i need i just feel like i haven't been caring for me lately sleeping rarely and poorly late night chowing, always on my phone. I feel like I don't recognize myself anymore. My body, my face. I keep telling myself I'm getting fat and ugly, which isn't kind, but I'm just so tired of putting shit into my body. I felt so guilty about snacking a shit ton alone in my dorm at like 1am that I legit didn't eat today, having a peach at four and nearly passing out. So grabbing a sandwich at 6 30 well, this is very detailed sorry everyone <laughs> i literally threw a tantrum looking at my body today which just was so eating disorder he's getting loud abby but we expected this today was a bit an l but dylan oh that was my old dietitian shout out dylan <laughs> warned us of this eating disorder spike and it's here so no we can get through it i remember this day so much so vividly Oh, that day sucked. It really did. But it's kind of interesting the things that made it bad and how those things just don't really exist for me anymore. So when I started college, I was still, I was on a really good road of recovery with my eating disorder. However, physically, I wasn't really caught up. Your, your mind can recover. It can go one of both ways, but your mind and your body most likely aren't going to recover at the same pace. And the case for me was my mind was recovering a bit faster than my body was. I was eating, yes, but I still was very small. (laughs) When I look at pictures for myself from last year, or when people see pictures of me from last year, they're like, oh my god, like, that's, like, it's amazing how I look now. I'm proud of it. The fact that I was telling myself I was getting fat and ugly, well, that's rude, first of all. And the way that I am way bigger now... Not in a bad way. I'm just bigger. I'm healthier. I'm stronger. I look like a 20-year-old, if not older, (laughs) as opposed to a child. Not to shame my old body, but I'm just so grateful where my mind is now because if I looked like this last year with that mindset, oh my god, I would have been sent. Absolutely sent. And I remember I just would wear baggy clothes all the time. If I wore a crop top, it was a big deal for me. And I was just so insecure. And now I walk around in a bra all day. I don't, I couldn't give less of a, less of a fuck. You know, I have this new sense of confidence and I'm the biggest I've ever been. I'm the fucking happiest I've ever been. I remember this day. Oh my God. I don't know why I went on that ramp. Gosh. Also another thought, no one fucking tells you how hard starting colleges everyone is like oh my god like you're going to college it's so awesome it's the best four years of your life it's gonna be amazing okay well it's not amazing from the start shoddies okay it sucks especially when you go somewhere where you know nobody like i did i mean i wanted to be somewhere else i'm happy i am i literally love this place it's home but at first i didn't know a fucking person i didn't know anyone and that was so hard and everyone here is so nice everyone at colorado at boulder specifically is so friendly and i mean last year with covid it was tough to make friends but i remember every night all the freshmen would just gather mob and Field, like from the hours of 10 p.m to 3 a.m it was hilarious it was so funny but yeah we'd all just mob Farron and talk to each other and i didn't have my roommate yet like she hadn't moved in i went alone I don't really give a fuck. And I met people. It was great. I think I still have their Snapchats. Have I talked to them since? No. Actually, there's one guy I still talk to. We're still buds. I see him a lot. Yeah, and I met him my first night. But that's not the point. The point is, you make a lot of superficial connections when you first start college. None of those deep, genuine friendships have had the time to develop yet. And also, you're going to change. You're in this new chapter of your life where you are going to be, most likely going to be a very different person from when you start college to the next semester of your freshman year. You just are. So it's, it's a weird time. It's kind of lost. It's kind of lost. Everything's different. You really don't know who you are. There's a weird pressure to make it look like you're having the most fun. And then you get mad at yourself when you're not having the most amazing, <laughs> as in Boulder likes to say, lit crazy movie boulder's a movie everyone i hate myself for saying that that's just if you go to boulder you know it's a joke okay we need to make t-shirts that says boulder's a movie who's who's with me all right but starting college is not is not lit it's not the thing it's not it (laughs) that's what i meant to say and that's okay honestly i remember the best part about the start of college was having those moments with people when i was like hey like is this weird for you too And people would be like, yeah, yeah, like, oh my god, this has been not as fun as I thought it would be. But you gotta stay the course. And it's gonna get better. I can speak for that firsthand. I know Ellie and Cece can speak for that firsthand as well. I know any of my friends that I've talked to have told me that exact same thing. That the start of college fucking blows. Yep. Also, about this entry, I remember when I finally started being a little more free with my eating after being so restrictive and it took a bit of a hard 180 i will say you know i wasn't i just wasn't balanced yet and i had this new permission it wasn't really permission to eat whatever i wanted it was kind of a pseudo permission i was taking baby steps back into not being restrictive it's so hard because your mind is still in the starvation mode and so when you give it something that it's been limiting for so long it's gonna be like oh my god you're never going to have this again. You must have it all now. And that just kept happening for me and happening and happening. And like my anxiety, I never thought it would end. And it brought me to tears because I had a roommate for like three weeks, but then she moved into a single for like COVID reasons. I get it. Yeah. So I would just like spend a lot of nights alone in my dorm, just eating, which is fine. It's, I love to chill here on a Saturday night and have some snacks. It's chill but it's in a different way now you know I like enjoy the snacks I have in solitude now it's I mean granted there's some days where I'm like oh shit like that I kind of overdid it but it's not nearly as catastrophic or in the same manner as it used to be when I was just alone in my dorm room and you know not being mindful and not eating with joy in mind if that if you understand that. It was more so just a weird guilt and a weird black and white mindset of, I either can't have this at all, or I need to have it all now. And that was fucking hard, especially when I was going through all that body image stuff and adjusting to the change in my routine and my, you know, the dining hall food. Oh, shout out C4C. <laughs> That's our dining hall. It was fire. Well, it's fire now that COVID's over, but last year when we had it, Sucked. Again, it's just all different, and it was hard for me. I remember struggling so much with not going out because I would have binged earlier, and that sucked. And I would just lay alone in my, on my, in my dorm, call my mom, cry. Which again is okay, but let's just say I'm grateful that that part of my life has passed. It's passed. I mean, I did some hard work. I've been going to therapy every week, sometimes twice a week. For a long-ass time now. And I worked with a dietitian last year. And so I put in my work. I talked to people. Shout out Ellie. Because she was with me through a lot of that stuff. And I could always confide in her. I honestly think a big part about recovering from binging and restricting is Ellie. And CC. I mean... The way, like, I was just thinking about this yesterday. Like, we were gonna, we were going out yesterday. You know, with girls, I feel like there's a lot of stress about. Oh my god, I'm gonna be bloated if I eat before we go out. Like, I can't eat, and then that just leads to disordered things. But without even like talking about it, like, we get home from doing homework. We're gonna go out in about an hour or so, and we're all just standing around listening to music. Well, that was actually really funny because Ellie decides to blast Subtronics as we're. <laughs> As we're relaxing, cooking, whatever. And it's just this, like, techno, loud-ass, like, pots-and-pan banging-esque sounds. Which, you know, there's a time and place for the good old subtronics. But when I'm fucking cooking my Brussels sprouts and rice? Nah. That was just funny. It was funny. I changed it to, like, Code of the Friend after. Because I was like, Ellie, I love you. But no. She was like, yeah, I know. This is (laughs) making me go crazy. But anyways, we just... All of us got home, like, oh yeah, we're gonna go out here in a minute. All of us just move maneuvered around our little kitchen and cooked and just like ate. And it wasn't a thing. Like, we just, nobody is like, oh, I don't wanna like eat this because I'm gonna wear a crop top tonight. Like, no, that's just not how it goes. I think that is living with them has helped me so much, just normalize properly nourishing myself and not looking at food as bad and just taking care of myself nutritionally because there's, uh, yes, I know when I'm by myself, I don't give into that now because I've just kind of grown and recovered. But it's certainly, I'm sure it would be a lot more harmful or hard to if my roommates had some bad habits, I will say. Cece and Ellie, I love you fucking bitches. All in all, (laughs) the first couple weeks, months, Semester year have you of college weren't weren't amazing I'm just gonna leave you with that, and that's okay that's okay ooh ooh, okay, this one is good. I'm actually really happy about this one, so I found one that says. Well, I did this on December 31st of 2020, New Year's Eve. I wrote goals for 2021, and I forgot about these goals. And it's really exciting to look at these because at the time, they seemed kind of far-fetched. But it's kind of amazing how I just didn't even think about this, and they came true. So, first goal was show myself more love and compassion. Uh, yeah, I love this bitch. This bitch being me. Abby, I think you're dope. And I hope all of you guys can show yourself love and compassion because it makes such a difference in how you view yourself and just how you go about your day-to-day and how you get intention behind the things you do. I mean, yeah, sometimes I'm like, oh my god, you're dumb shit. But usually I'm like, okay, no, that's not true. I'm just a little frustrated right now. My second one was focus on managing my anxiety. Word. Manage. Bag that. Third, sleep better. Um, we're not going to talk about that one. <laughs> uh, four is cook more new recipes. Guys, I started my Abundantly Abby account. Oh my god, I've never mentioned that on here. Guys, if you're listening and you don't follow Abundantly.Abby on Instagram, fuck you. No, I'm kidding. Just follow it. It's, I'm really, I've been really secret about it, y'all. All of my ski friends are, we're all just like chill. I mean, I'm really close with some of them, and they're all like super mature people. And but like, I've just never told them. None of them know my background. And if any of y'all are listening to this, any of my ski buds, you know who you are. Um, hey, yeah, this is my alter ego. But anyways, yeah, abundantly dot on Instagram. It's my lifestyle, fitness, cooking, whatever account. I started it this year or this in 2021 and it's really grown. I'm really proud of it, TBH. I didn't think I would carry with it this long and get so much like support from it, and people come up to me and talk to me about it, and it's super awesome. It's kind of like this podcast, but yeah, I put some recipes on there. I cook more. I love cooking, so yeah, I did that. Five was go on more adventures. Hell yeah, I went on adventures. It also kind of goes with do more of what I say I want to do example go visit friends guys 2021 I impulsively flew out to New York City to go see my friend Avery love you Aves I'd never been to New York before so that was sick it was awesome and she gave me a great time yeah but I just did that like on impulse and then I went to freaking London to where Ellie lives no Ellie does not have a British accent if you're wondering that but she grew up in London but yeah I went there too just to like be with her and that was so freaking fun i was gonna go to san diego to see my friend live but then she had a lot of like tests but the i literally bought the ticket guys i just had to return it if that's you know refund it i don't know cancel it yeah but i'll make it out there for like adventure wise like i went and skied at big sky randomly went to Utah. I kind of was more free with adventuring and it was it's a good time. <laughs> Seven was get more tattoos. Word. So, let me see. At the end of 2020, I had one, two, three, four, five tattoos. Yeah. Okay. At the end of 2020, I had five tattoos i now have a whopping 15 tattoos boom good go for good for me oh wait maybe i had six yeah i had six at the end of 2020 but still that's nine tattoos in a year less than a year honestly guys i go kind of nuts but i do love my tattoos when i first got my when i got my first one i was 16 i was in vegas i was with my mother before any of you assume anything and it was really hard to get one. I had to, we, My dad had to fax over my birth certificate to prove that she was my mother. And this is Vegas we're talking about. All I wanted was freaking mountains on my ribcage. Like, come on. I was, like, really perfectionist with that one and very, like, particular about how it was. Even though it's my least visible one. And my second one was <laughs> the Sagittarius Star constellation. Because I'm that bitch. And I was less concerned about how I actually know I was pretty concerned with how it turned out I was really nervous we went we got it I got that one in Ohio because all the tattoo parlors in Michigan were closed and my sister and I were just like yo do you want to go get piercings and tattoos in Ohio and we were like I think Ava asked me that and I was like oh yeah because Ava said oh I want to get a piercing in Ohio do you want to get like a tattoo or something and I was like yeah <laughs> That's that's the story. It It was magical. So we drove four hours for that. It was awesome. As time has gone on, I've gotten less particular with how my tattoos have turned out. And honestly, the less I care, the better they turn out. And I love it. I have an artist here, and she's literally my bestie. I get so excited to go hang out with her. Okay, this is weird, but I know a lot of people say like they... Are really relaxed when they go like get their nails done or something. Or go get their hair done. Or washed or get a massage. I feel the most at peace when I'm sitting in a tattoo chair. With like the buzzing needle. Like that sound is suit. Like I- Is that fucked up? Like I don't know. But- And I'm just like talking to my girl. Just about life. She's hilarious. But, like that's where I feel very calm. I don't know why. Like, I'm just like in my element, you know? But the most recent ones I've gotten, if you're wondering, I got them on Monday, actually. (laughs) So I drew this little scene of it reminded me of Utah. I got in honor of my my Utah roots. Shout out Logan, Utah. It's like a butte, not a butt, a (laughs) butte, and like a plateau and a cactus. I drew it, and it's a really thin line drawing, and it's so fucking cool. Ugh, I think it rivals for my favorite tattoo over my tiger. I mean, I'll always love my tiger, but isn't there a book called The Girl with the Tiger Tattoo? Oh, no, I think it's The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Well, my book is called The Girl with the Tiger Tattoo. Anywhore. My other one I got was I got the angel number 222 because it stands for alignment. Like you're in the right place at the right time. And my big theme with my therapist and I is we always talk about acting in alignment with my values and my goals. I really like angel numbers. Yeah, I'm that kind of person. I'm getting really off topic. So my eighth goal for 2021 that I found in this diary is enjoy the small and simple moments more. I live, you guys, I live for when my alarm goes off in the morning and I wake up and I see the fiery mountains outside my window and I just literally sit there and I stare at them. Little things like I'll be walking, I'll be like, oh my God, wait, I haven't looked up and stopped in a while. And I'll do that. I'll just look up. I'll be like, oh, sick. Like, I really like it here. And just little moments like that make me so happy. And little laughs I have with people and walks by myself. First sip of coffee I get or peaceful time in my nice room. Cleaning and listening to music. Today, I literally... I was thinking about how this like would not have been me last year. I blasted... Uh, we have this big-ass speaker. I was blasting Remy Wolf and benny benay i don't know how to say her name i think it's benny if it's Benet, she needs to add an accent a goo over one of those e's hot take <laughs> i sound like such a bitch but i was blasting that vacuuming and cleaning the floor because our drunk asses got it all dirty last night it was just like the best oh my god and then i was in the shower and i was playing goth baby and I literally was home alone. I go, this song is such a good vibe, like by myself. Yeah, like those little things. I was just so happy, I couldn't stop smiling. But yeah, 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 yeah. This one's short, but it was really impactful in my life. Well, it's really impactful for me now. December, fuck, no. January 10th, 2021. I have decided, though it was tough, that I'm gonna stop drinking coffee, dude. That's my literal personal hell. I love coffee. Just gonna leave that as that. Okay, here's an interesting one. It's another just like short, stupid one. It was my full moon manifestations on January 28th, 2021. And now is a time to put myself out there romantically, socially, creatively. Hello, insert this one boy's name that I liked last year. Um... Yeah, it happened, by the way. I mean, it wasn't anything major, but Shadi got her bag. Just thought I'd say that. Manifestations are real because you're putting it out there into the universe. The law of attraction, my dude. You get back what you put out. And if you tell the world, I'm going to get with this dude. Or I'm going to get with this girl. Or this person likes me back. Sure, dude. Ask and you, not even ask, declare it and you shall receive it. Boom. So this one is from January 4th, 2021. I tell myself I'm ugly and fat, that my eating habits are bad and making me ugly. I have trouble watching shows and TV, or movies probably, because I just focus on how every woman has a sharp jawline and clavicle and how I don't. I don't feel feminine or pretty. I also feel alone and heartache. I noticed a, a big thing that came up in here was that I don't feel feminine. I don't feel pretty. My body is shapeless. And there's... I literally read in here, I lost it. But it said, there's nothing to like about my body. I wrote that. I can't believe I wrote that. I just can't now. I mean, I remember hating myself so much. Not that long ago, honestly. And now I I just... I could never say that to myself. Because every body is... I'm gonna get really preachy. Sorry, everyone. Every body is beautiful in its own way and I think it's all about how you carry yourself and I didn't feel pretty or hot or feminine because I didn't carry myself like I do now there's nothing I love more than standing up straight holding my shoulders back wearing something risky and just walking my way through life and feeling good about it and that's what's beautiful is confidence is your attitude is are you comfortable with who you are are you being yourself Like, that's what I think is most attractive. I've noticed the people I find attractive are the people that don't look like everybody else. There's something about them that sets them apart from everyone else, whether it be their personality, the things they wear, how they live their life. And that's what I think is beautiful. And I think now that I've kind of found my groove and my style and what I like to do, what I value, it's made me feel more beautiful. And also that I just know that at the end of the day, my body isn't everything yes there are some days when I'm like oh my god no (laughs) but I don't just sit there and tell myself I'm ugly I tell myself okay the brain isn't loving what's going on today but my wisdom knows deep down that it's valid that I feel like this but I know that nothing's changed I know it's all in my head And that this is going to pass because I've been here before. I've been here a lot of times before. The body you have is what you have. So make with it what you will. Do you want to spend your life hiding yourself, making yourself small or invisible because you think someone's going to judge you? Newsflash. If someone judges you for your body, goodbye. Bye. Give them the boot. They're out. That's their problem. That's their own insecurity. And you don't know what's going on in their head or what's making them say these things or think these things. But honestly, it's really not your concern because if they make you feel bad, get them out of your life. You don't need that. Not at all. This one is just to show you the weird, just like vast shift that I went through. It hit me like a truck just finding myself and finding that confidence. But this is April 11th, 2021. I have changed and overcome fucking anxiety and anorexia. I'm feeling really feminine, and a lot of guys keep snapping me, asking to hang. I'm working out, feeling strong, and I just feel like an alpha female at this moment. Word, Abby, word. Do your, do your thing. It Like, honestly, I didn't look that different. No, I didn't look different at all. From January to April, my freshman year, I didn't look different at all. But I just found my groove. I... You know, I started skiing more. I got more involved with, like, free ski. I joined a sorority, which was fun. I got closer with my friends and started having more fun. My anxiety is something I came over a bit more or got over more. And it just goes to show you, when you're in your fucking element and you know who you are and you're doing your thing, that's when you get noticed. Honestly, y'all, right now, it's a dry spell. not going to lie. But... I've been off, and right now I'm doing my thing. It's Saturday night, and I'm sitting here reading to you guys my old diary and vacuuming under my bed, and I don't give a flying fuck what anybody thinks. I can hear the frat next to me throwing a banger. Actually, I doubt it's a banger. I'm sorry, guys. That's another truth about college. Frat parties are they are mid. They're very mid. Anyways, I just can't emphasize enough how when I found myself... And stopped giving a flying fuck about what people thought about me and started doing things for me is when I felt my best and people noticed that. People noticed that, y'all. Just do your thing. Do your thing. Just do it. I think I'm going to end with this one because it do be the last entry in this diary. But it kind of comes full circle with how I'm feeling right now and just gives me hope into how this is not gonna last so as i've said recently i've been tired i have gone out and wanted male attention and it fell short i still did my thing abby will never be desperate i read this quote once and it really spoke with me it said i attract no no, no. i attract not wait what is it Fuck, how did it go? Oh, I am not the chaser. I am the chased. You are the lime. Not What? I need to look it up. Hold on, this is getting sad. Okay, got it. It's, don't be a chaser. Be the one who gets chased. You are the tequila, not the lime. Boom. That's me in a nutshell. And also, I'm a tequila girl, so I am the tequila of my life, and everybody else is the lime. Anyways, yeah, so I've just been a little off- cc Ellie and i have been talking about it a lot and it's just been frustrating you know going out hasn't been as, as appealing to me because like i went out last night and it was fun but you know still was a drought of a night it's been a little discouraging but i'm not like beating myself up over it i know it's not forever and i know that i'm a bad bitch and anyways so this one's from may 28th 2021 this is the start of summer um or not the start of summer it was kind of the end of the start of summer, if that makes sense. I actually lived in the same apartment complex, just a different unit. Sick, right? It was a coincidence. Loved my roommates, they're still my besties. I'm prescribing myself an episode of Call Her Daddy tomorrow at the gym for an extreme confidence boost. I've been in a semi-funk this week in my head. Like I'm not in my ultra Abby bad bitch vibes, which is okay. Funks happen and they're still funkin, funkin? Funks happen and they're fucking temporary. I just need to take extra care for me moving forward. Hello. That's exactly what I'm feeling. So maybe I need to prescribe myself an episode of Call Her Daddy at the gym. Or on a walk. I don't really feel like going to the gym tomorrow, guys. I just don't. That summer, I pulled. I felt pretty confident. I mean, it still was kind of rough. Not saying that, like, you're succeeding if you're getting attention from who you want romantically. That's not all there is to it. And I think where I differ from last May in the situation is that I truly do feel like my best version of myself right now. I really just am a lot more at peace with who I am and I know who I am more. And I think that's maybe why I just am in this funk of, I don't really want to go out. I, I don't know, like I'm not, I'm not like lonely, but I'm also like, well, God damn it. Why? What's wrong with me? That kind of deal. But I know there's nothing wrong with me. I know I am enough For the world. I'm a lot more than that. I'm a lot. (laughs) Oh, I'm a lot. Check me out on See You Buff Chicks and you'll see why. (laughs) I know this funk will end and intentional alone time in times like this is so healing. Alone time is what heals the mind. I truly believe that. But more specifically, intentional alone time. So don't just sit in your room on your phone for hours and call it intentional alone time. No. Get that vacuum. Clean it out under your bed. It's probably disgusting. And you'll probably find something cool. Like me. Go for a walk. Take a yoga class. Go buy yourself flowers. Go buy yourself a candle. Don't buy yourself anything. Go sell clothes. I don't give a fuck. Just spend time with yourself. That's not staring at other people doing shit on your phone. Because what is that doing for you? Nothing. Just making you feel like crap. I know when I sit and have an alone night and I sit on my phone, I don't feel rested i feel like well damn i wasted that time i actually just found some magazines under my bed and i have decided tomorrow not tonight i'm gonna go to bed tonight oh fuck it's already midnight (sighs) anyways i decided i'm gonna make like a vision board or a collage or something because why not creating is so healing creating anything you don't have to be an artist to create something create a mess and then clean it up there you go i just solved that problem for you all in all i'm really proud of myself it kind of helped me to read this right now my old journal because i haven't been feeling awesome i haven't been feeling bad this helped me realize my growth i think we all tend to forget how far we've come because i mean with ourselves every day you know every day you don't really see a change but when it's been a couple weeks a couple months a year a couple years there's some big changes and I, that's why I think journaling is so important, not just for letting your feelings out in the moment, but for having that archive to revisit later in your life and be like, holy damn, my life was so different. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing or just, just a neutral fact. It's good to acknowledge your growth. It can help you in a funk. It helped me just now. It also encourages me to keep setting goals. Even if there's no noticeable difference in goals I set within a few days or weeks. I accomplished every single one of my 2021 goals, you guys. I didn't even realize it. That's huge. So set goals. It's okay to have goals. It's okay to have a bucket list. And it's also okay if you don't achieve everything on those lists. But set them. It's good to put that out there. Write everything out. It's good to get it out. Because it's good to look back and be like, oh my god, I am so proud of myself. Or, I'm still working on this. What have I been doing and what can I do differently? Journaling is so sick, you guys. Anytime someone asks me how to deal with things or if they come to me with an issue that they're experiencing, my first question is, do you journal? I sound annoying, but I mean it. I really do. So if there's one thing you guys have taken away from this episode is that, start a goddamn journal and then shove it under your bed for a few years and then rip it out in a couple of other years just to see how things are going. I enjoyed this episode because honestly y'all, I recorded an episode for this week and it wasn't my favorite. I'm not going to lie. I want to do it differently. <laughs> it wasn't very well thought out. Well, neither was this one, but it just flowed better. Better. Oh my goodness. I'm slurring. I'm really happy with this and I'm gonna take care of myself. I'm gonna wash my face, brush my teeth, and go the fuck to bed and have a nice relaxing Sunday. And I hope that you guys use this as an inspiration to take care of yourselves. Do something good for yourself right now. Drink some water, go outside, read a book. Do that one thing that's been bugging you in your room. Just do it, it won't take long. Thanks for tuning in again, guys. I appreciate y'all being here. If you're digging this, share it with someone, get my name out there, follow, subscribe. I'm not a YouTuber, but I sure do sound like one. As always, I hope you all continue to have a day of solid vibes. Love y'all. Later.